Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And this is our second part of our Get to the Yes series, where we already know that we are awesome and we are capable of doing wonderful things, but now we're going to try to get buy-in from other people. If you have been wanting to dream big and you know you need a community to help support you, listen to this episode. We're going to be talking about how you can get collaboration and enthusiasm from other people on your dreams. Make sure that you grab a something to write with, pen or paper, whatever it is, because we're really going to dive in deep and answer some of the questions that you have been wanting to know about. How can I get people excited and enthused? But you're only going to get it unless you hang around after this short break. Hey, and we're back. So glad that you're here with me. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you smash that subscribe button so as soon as I drop another episode, wherever you are online, I'll be in your phone or your computer or wherever you're at. (laughs) And those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, whoop, so glad that you're here. Make sure if you haven't done so already to write a review. It makes me know that you have been enjoying these podcasts and it helps other people find me easier. And last but not least, if you want to learn more about me and how I can help you, check me out on denisegeely.com where you can read articles and other resources so that you can get some more tools in your toolbox of entrepreneurship the Introverted Entrepreneurial Podcast is not just designed just to help you improve in your business, obviously. I want to help you improve in all facets of your life, and I want to make sure that you're fully supported. So check my website out, denisegeely.com, if you'd like to learn more about how I can help you, no matter where you are in business. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. Now, you may have recalled that this is a part two of a two-part series, Getting to the Yes. And the first episode, just as a quick recap, if you haven't been able to listen to, to it, we talked about how we can feel confident about our decisions and know what we want to do. And for the benefit of those of you guys who hadn't had the chance to listen to it, go and listen to it. But I will just quickly recap the first six. And then we'll dive into the second part is how to get that yes, that buy-in with others. Okay. So let's talk review the part one is number one is ask yourself does it further your dreams two is does it utilize your gifts and strengths three is what you're doing conflict with someone or something in your vision four is what you're doing mutually beneficial for yourself others and your community five is what you're doing conflict morally even if it benefits you and six is are you fairly compensated now I know I went through it fast. I go into much more detail about that in that other episode. So make sure that you check it out. Okay. But today, for our purposes, I want to dive into this collaboration with others. I definitely want to raise my hand and admit that I took a lot of pride in doing things by myself. And if I had to be really honest with you, I can't even really say that it was from my family upbringing or the culture around me. It was coming from a place of shame and embarrassment and fear of being ridiculed for not knowing it all and fear of being called stupid and all these other things. And 
for a lot of us, we carry a lot of shame from being insulted or criticized from people who didn't understand this, didn't want to understand this, or just being in the wrong environment. And as a result, I took a lot of pride in being all alone all the time. And while it may make you feel invincible, it's definitely a terrible way for us to grow as entrepreneurs because you may have listened to other podcasts. I totally admit now that I would be nowhere without my assistants. I would be nowhere about the people who help with my business. I'd be nowhere with all the other resources and tools that help me be able to connect with you. If you have had a lot of shame like I have about asking for help because you were ridiculed or insulted, I want to let you know that you don't have to hold on to that pain. You don't have to hold on feeling to that old version of you based on people who had probably their own issues and their own hangups and their own insecurities and they got a high off making you feel low. And I want to let you know that you have a right and a responsibility to ask for help from the right people that can be able to push you to the next direction. And I don't know whether or not this next person is going to give you the yes. Maybe the only a 20th of a hundred person might say the yes to you, but you have to be able to allow yourself to be vulnerable and willing to take the yeses as well as the no's. And I want to let you know that if you need help to help unpack some of that hurt and some of that pain about not being able to connect and share with others, I want to share with you a resource. It's called Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where we uncover and unpack and deal with some of those issues where you didn't feel safe, where you didn't know exactly how to communicate your needs to the people who are appropriate. I myself have struggled with that and I developed this program to help you work through that because there's no reason for you to live in that shame and live in that state of being afraid to ask for your needs and not apologize for that. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below that's something of interest to you. But for the purposes of our time with another, I've got six things I want to share with you about how to get that yes. And big caveat, in order to get what you want from people, it really depends on the quality of your relationships. And the quality of your relationships is definitely dependent on how honest, willing, and open were you to share with other people your concerns and your needs. If you weren't able to be vulnerable and have those connections with someone, it's kind of hard to ask them to do anything for you. And this is going to be, again, you being really honest with yourself about this. So if you have the opportunity to write, I highly encourage you to write things that really click in your mind. And if journaling or writing is not an option, just mentally reflect on the things that you want to be able to examine more. And again, amazing attitudes. I highly recommend that if you want to take that to the next set level. Okay. Now let's get into today's episode. And the first thing that I want to ask you is, do you know your worth? Do you know exactly how much you should be charged or how much you should be compensated or the impact that you have with other people? Many years ago, I was thinking about doing this particular nonprofit work with this organization and 
I remember not really thinking I was qualified and I was talking with one of the volunteer leaders and saying, hey, I'm kind of interested, but I'm not quite sure. And here's my resume. Uh, let me know what you think. And he was like, oh, my goodness, you have all the experience in doing this and you have experience in doing that. And we definitely could see you doing this. And for me, I didn't know my worth. I just thought that if I wasn't filling these type of check boxes based on my own assumption, I wasn't qualified. And I want to let you know that for a lot of you guys, you are automatically disqualifying yourself before people can even give you the opportunity to tell you whether or not you would be a good fit. And I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to understand what your skill sets are. I want you to know your talents. I want to know your strength and your gifts and not be apologetic. We may have come from places around people where we were demeaned and criticized for gifts that came naturally. And I want to let you know that was probably coming from hurt people who did the only thing they needed to do was hurt and disparage and make you feel bad so they can feel good about themselves. And if you need healing from that amazing attitude, it's the place for that. But I just want to say that you have worth, you have value, you have expertise, you have skill. Otherwise, you wouldn't be an entrepreneur. You wouldn't be wanting to seek more for yourself and more for your community. And I don't want you to diminish that just because of a couple of bad experiences, okay? Know your worth. Number two is I want you to recognize what you deserve. And let me explain what that looks like. Because for a lot of us, we feel as if we deserve nothing. And that's coming from a place of hurt. That's coming from a place of woundedness. It's coming from a place of misunderstandings and brokenness. And I don't want that enmeshed with what we're talking about. What you deserve is based on your skills and the amount of contribution that you have done and what you can do in the future. For a lot of us, we have we have master's degrees perhaps a doctorate. We have all this fountain of experience that people could use that would save them thousands of of hours and time and all this stuff. But we say, ah, eh, we're only worth a nickel. And that's not true. You deserve to be compensated for your education and your experience and all the knowledge. And I don't want you to confuse us from entitlement. And I know this ain't you, but there's some people that you and I know who think that just because they have a pulse and they're breathing means that they're entitled to multi-million dollar contracts just because they look and feel fabulous. And while they may look and they might feel fabulous, if they're not doing anything to help advance a cause or a movement or push things in a positive direction, they may not be qualified. <laughs> so what I'm talking about is recognizing what you deserve is literally listing out all your experience, all the things that you have done. This is not this is not the same as your worth. This is about what you believe that you can absolutely do given what you have right now. Okay. Number three is I want you to get specific. What specifically do you want from other people? People need to have clear ideas of what you are wanting in terms of money, in terms of time, in terms of hours, in terms of energy level, in terms of what you will and will not do. Get specific. If you're not specific with yourself about what your needs are, what your wants are, you can't be specific with others. Because if your mind's muddled, it's going to be just a hot mess of confusion with other people. Okay, if you have to 
make sure that you, you're coming from a place of, again, love and concern and care for yourself first and for your community. And once you're coming from that angle, you can be able to kind of carve out what exactly that looks like. Perhaps you are a a mother, a working mother, and you're trying to build up the side hustle and you're listening to this and go like, well, what what do I want? Well, perhaps is I will not work more than 20 extra hours on this specific project and I won't work outside of these hours and I need to be compensated X amount of dollars. I don't know. You have to think about what makes sense for you. Okay. Now, number four is don't assume others know. Let me explain what this is. For, for the whatever reason, I used to get into lots of silly little fights in the beginning of my marriage with my husband where I expected him to do certain household chores and I expected him to come and seek me out of, we got in a big argument. And I remember one time I came to my husband, I said, how come you didn't come look at me? He was like, I was supposed to do that. And how often do we do that with coworkers? And how often do we do that to business associates? We think that we're expecting people to relate to us in a way that we've never even communicated with other people. Other people are unique. Other people have their own experiences and they may not even know the best way of connecting with you. You've got to let people know exactly how you want to be communicated. Do you want to be texted? Do you prefer emails? Do you only want to be notified it's an emergency? I don't know. You have to really explain that to people. Let them know what you're expecting, what your needs. Don't assume other people know exactly what that looks like. Because for everybody, it can come in different shapes and sizes. For me, just to be full disclosure, I don't do ad hoc, meaning surprise meetings. It's impossible to schedule a a the same day appointment with me because I have everything mapped out so that I can give myself advance notice to prepare for the, the call or whatever it's going on. That's me. You have to know what you are and you also have to literally ask people, hey, how do you how do you need process this information? Do you need time? Do you need week? Do you need resources? Let people know that you care about how they want to relate to because it's not just us in order for get people to get buy-in we need to meet them where they're at not dragging them to where we're at I hope that makes sense okay now the next thing that I want to talk with you about is communicate your values and let me explain what that looks like one of the biggest biggest things that all my clients know is that integrity is a huge component. And what I mean when I say integrity is you do what you say and mean what you do. There's no disconnect with your intentions, meaning that you say that you want to do something, but you don't follow through. I have a hard time working with dishonest people. I don't tolerate that. That's one of my values. I can't help solve a problem if you're not willing to be honest with yourself or heck alone, not honest with me. You have to have your line in the sand about what you can and cannot do, what you will and will not do, what you stand for. Everybody's values are different. But make sure that if you're demanding something from other people, darn well make sure that you also demand it for yourself because otherwise you're a hypocrite. There's no other way to say that. If you have something that's really important to you based on your own experience and your own background, 
And it's a no-go if someone is a client or a customer or associate and they violate that, let them know. One of the things that I tell all of my clients is to make sure that they have an upfront contract and by that mean all the things that they want to make sure that clients understand before they start working. And we talk about how to carve that out for their particular business. But I will just say this, that you have to be clear. You have to understand exactly what you are because if you don't stand up for something, you'll fall for everything. So be clear about what you want, what you need, and make sure that it aligns with your values. This is really important because that will prevent you from getting into corruption or scandals or controversies and all the other stuff that distracts you from what you really want to do and, and, and how you want to impact your community. Okay. And the last thing that I want to talk to you is recognize that no is not a rejection. For a lot of us, we, and I remember that I talked with you in the beginning of our episode saying that you may get a thousand no's before you get your one yes. And for a lot of people, no doesn't mean no. No means I need more information. No means I it interested in it, but this is not exactly good timing. No means I need to be able to get buy-in from somebody else before I I take the next step. No means a lot of different flavors for other people. And that doesn't mean to say no means you're a loser or I hate you or I don't want to be bothered with you. No means that this is just not the right time for lots of different reasons. And for a lot of us, again, if you've been hurt and damaged from people who just were not able to be the support that you needed, and every time you hear a no, you think to yourself, oh my goodness, I hate this means that I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy. No, no one's saying that. But if our minds have been really hurt from all of these past horrible experiences, we come to those conclusions. And amazing attitudes, definitely something for you if you need to work through and heal for those issues. But I'll say this, that be open to having people have a boomerang effect in your life. You know, there's some people that presented opportunities to me years ago that I've come back and said, hey, you know, this this time wasn't a good time for me, but I'm really interested in it now. Let me know this this opportunity is still available. I'm not saying that it's going to happen for everybody. or Perhaps you weren't mentally ready for that and it may come around in a different season. I don't know. Keep yourself open to explore different opportunities and different ways that it may represent in a different way, okay? Let's recap everything that we've talked about. Number one is know your worth. Understand that you have experience. Know that you have value and that when other people said no to you, it was an indictment of your ability and your skill set. It was really on them and their own timelines and their own issues. And number two is recognize what you deserve. What I mean is that Given um, the amount of time and the labor and what you can provide, what dollar amount does that look like? Okay. Number three is I want you to get specific. Give out the time. Give out the any constraints or any boundaries that prevent you from doing your best job and let people know. And number four is don't as- assume that other people are mind readers. Let people know very clear what you want, what you need, and why you need it. Number five is communicate your values this is a big issue, especially for entrepreneurs. 
be about doing what you say and being what you do. Don't kind of dance around it, have clarity. And lastly, number six is recognize that no is not rejection. Oftentimes people are saying no because they just don't have the bandwidth or their skill set or it's just not poor timing, just lots of reasons. It's not no against you. Be open that that no is not a never. Okay. Now, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or anything that you want to talk with me about, write me at podcast at denisegeely.com. Always enjoy reading your responses and I definitely want to support you any way I can. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.